0: Yesterday morning, I found myself in Lake Villa, Illinois. I said mass that morning for a group of cloistered religious sisters. and As I was heading from their convent to the interstate, my car started to tell me that someone was calling me, and I didn't recognize the phone number, so I took it anyways, and it was an Illinois number. i had invited some people to the mass, and they weren't able to come. And so the husband of this family called me and said, you should stop by the house and then see the kids and I'll be there in a little while. And so I did just that. I went to their house unexpectedly, had breakfast with them. Now, I knew what I was already going to preach on this weekend, to share the questions that I typically ask young people in the high schools or in the religious ed classrooms, wherever it is. I ask a simple question to gauge the response. So I thought, well, I have three kids around the breakfast table. What a great way to use them as test subjects for my homily. And so I asked them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And so each one of them shared what they wanted to do. One wanted to be a scientist. Another wanted to be an author. And another actually wanted to be a consecrated religious. And so I said, well, those are all noble things, good things to do. But there's one answer that if a young person gave that as the first response, it would make my heart leap with joy. And so the youngest girl starts to beam up. She thinks she knows the answer. Now she already forgot what her sister had said, but she says, what about being a priest or a nun? I said, no, that's great, that would make me happy. But even one answer would make me even more happier. And so now she's glowing. She finally figured out what I was getting at. And she said, to be a saint. What do you want to be when you grow up? To be a saint. That's the answer that i love to hear immediately. Because it doesn't matter if we're seven years old like that young girl, or if we're 70 or 80 years old, the goal is the same for all of us, that we're all on that path to becoming saints. That's what the Christian life is all about. That's what life here on earth is about, to train us to become saints in heaven. When we come to mass, when we pray in our daily lives, we're drawing closer and closer to God. And as we do that, it's the realization that when we're in heaven, we'll be with God forever, for all eternity, where we'll praise him and bless him for all of our days. That's why we do what we do now. The saints, though, they weren't born saints, but that's what they were called to become. That's what we're all called to become. But it was a process of growing in the Christian life, of loving God and loving neighbor. How do we become saints? I think the answer is with the gospel that was just proclaimed, the gospel of the Beatitudes. That's the way we become saints. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, Immediately, who comes to mind for me is Mother Teresa of Calcutta, rumored that she'll become a saint in this next year, as Pope Francis has called for an extraordinary year jubilee of mercy. And because she lived the corporal works of mercy, feeding the hungry and serving the poor, attending to the dying, a great saint of mercy, but she was also poor in spirit, Because there was a time in her life that when she prayed, she didn't think God was listening or she didn't experience God's love. But yet each and every day she continued to pray. She was poor in spirit, and soon the kingdom of God was hers. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. We recall of happy memory St. John Paul II, who reigned as pontiff for so many years a person who mourned a lot in his childhood. His mother first passes, and then his father, and during the Nazi occupation in Poland, his friends also. So he mourns. One day, he felt moved to go to the church, and he prayed before an image of Our Lady of Czestochowa, and he said to her, Now that my mother is gone, you must be my mother. Be a mother to me now. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are those who are meek, for they will inherit the land. A popular saying of our Catholic faith is St. Therese of Lisieux, known to many as the little flower. Her great promise that she would shower down roses from heaven, that she would spend her heaven doing good on earth. That's why people are so devoted to her. But she was meek. She wanted to join the convent of Carmelite sisters in Lisieux, but she was too young, so she obeyed her father. She obeyed the bishop. She went to the Holy Father in Rome and said, please, let me enter the Carmel at such a young age. And he told her, go back home and be obedient. She was rewarded because eventually she was able to join that cloister, inheriting the land as she prayed for all the people throughout the world, as she became the patron saint of missionaries blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be satisfied in the American church we honor the memory of Dorothy Day she's not yet a saint but the bishops a few years ago said let's start that process Dorothy Day was a social activist she started the Catholic worker movement concerned about the needs of others she thirsted for righteousness, for justice, and in her work that was satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. I link these two Beatitudes together because I think there's a saint that really encompasses both of them, a saint whose story resonates with so many people. Just a few weeks ago in Madison, Her relics were passing throughout the country and stopped in Madison. There was a mass that evening, which I attended. A thousand people had joined for mass to honor St. Maria Goretti, and then a thousand more lined up in the hall and outside just to be able to pass by and ask her to pray for them. In her story, she was clean of heart because Alessandro, this man, came to her house and wanted to take away her innocence. And she told him, no, Alessandro, it's a sin. It's a sin. And Alessandro proceeded to stab her 14 times. On her deathbed the next day in the hospital, she said, I forgive Alessandro, and I want him to go to heaven one day. Her mother was able to forgive Alessandro for taking her daughter. And Alessandro experienced God's forgiveness and experienced the forgiveness of Maria, As she came to him one night in a dream, giving him 14 lilies. I wondered what was it about St. Maria that brought so many people to this church? She died in 1902. Why was her story so relevant still? I think because of the attack against chastity, because we're people who are unable to forgive others holding grudges, that her story challenges us, inspires us. Blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. The immediate saint, I think that if you think about a peacekeeper, would probably be St. Francis, because we sing that song, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace. But I'd like to look at St. Norbert, a saint who many people know about because of St. Norbert College and the Norbertines in De Pere. St. Norbert was an arbiter of peace. It is said that after Mass, he would meet with people, rulers who were feuding between one another or families. And with the help of God, they would put at rest whatever was causing them despair. Blessed are the peacemakers. And lastly, blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Just recently, in the past year or so, Pope Francis canonized St. Oscar Romero, a saint from Central America. He was persecuted by his government. And one day, as he was celebrating Mass at the altar, he was shot dead, persecuted for his faith and for his beliefs, but now knows the joy of the kingdom of heaven. St. John today in the book of Revelation talks about how there's that great company of saints, the multitude who are praising God in heaven. Do we want to be a part of that number? Do you want to be a saint? If the answer is yes, Jesus has given us the teaching on how to do it, to live the beatitudes, to become meek, to be pure of heart, to be peacekeepers in our world, to show mercy to others. And when we do that, our reward will then be great in the kingdom of heaven.